0: Here's something that the author says that really gets to the heart of a lot of things, right? So it says here, the process of transformations becomes approachable. You need to analyze each link in your internal value chains and fight and find the single link that's holding you back. Now, as you think about that, Just that statement right there. And you start thinking, how can I use that one statement to start creating an opportunity for myself? And you start thinking about entrepreneurship in itself. And what you have the opportunity to think about is that one single thing could be keeping you from everything else. One single, if you have salespeople, let's say, it could be one salesperson that's spoiling the rest. So when, uh, when the author says then that the process of, of transformation becomes approachable because you need to analyze each link in your internal value chains and when you can find that single thing that's holding you back sometimes that becomes the plug that once you remove the plug then becomes the flow of everything else. That's critical to understand and to be able to move forward from because oftentimes it's not a whole bunch of things that's wrong. It's usually one thing that's wrong. Now I think about this from the perspective, uh, just from a personal standpoint of how I was able to release myself from the laziness of not writing. I released myself from the laziness of, of not writing by literally every single day getting up and just deciding that I was going to write. I made it a habit. I removed the one single thing, and that is the fact that I didn't want to get up. Right? And now even going deeper than that, I used to say, gee, I got to get up at 4 a.m. If I miss my 4 a.m. window, to me, the whole day was ruined. What ended up happening was I just said, "Hey, listen, why not I why not whenever I get up." Right? So now what that did was that one single thing released me from the feeling of guilt if I didn't get up at four, release me from the feeling that I had to be on some kind of you know, crazy time schedule. And it was just that removal of that one thing. So as you think about your value chain or your value links, right? We can metaphor- metaphorically know that as any single thing that you believe may be holding you back, just that one thing could be the very thing that causes a ripple effect in a positive way for what you're trying to achieve. Now, if you think about how you can make money from that, I mean, think, you know, as we think about our businesses and the things that we have already started, that can have a profound effect on what you're trying to get done. So think about that. All right, here's an area. I loved what he said here on page 22. It says, to survive in an era of disruption you don't have to invent anything new. Rather, there are riches to be found simply by capturing the value released through others' disruptive breakthroughs. Now, what is that saying to you? Right? It says, look, we've heard that before, that everything that has been invented has already been invented. Everything under the sun has already been done, kind of a thing, right? But what this is saying to you is that you can utilize the power of what somebody has already invented. Right? I call this the business creating business. Now, if you think about that for example, you now just need to look around and see what's already been created. I mean, this is a wonderful thing. This is the power of and 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 the power of just taking a look at what's already around and asking yourselves questions of that, what else could it be? I'll give you an example. I remember when Grand Rapids ended up putting in these, now you see this all over Chicago, but the Grand Rapids ended up putting in these, these meters, right? So I'm walking by these meters and I'm thinking, man, all this technology just to collect, to, to make sure cars, you know, put money in a meter, and I thought, what else could this be? right so now from one thing being created and this is the key from one thing being created multiple things could happen from it but you just got to go up to it and ask questions of it what else could this be how else can I take something that has already been created and now create on top of it that's money making opportunities for you isn't it that gives you a chance to at least look at what is already out there now this is where When I tell you that opportunities are everywhere, this is why. Opportunities are everywhere because there's so much stuff that's been created. But not a lot of people are asking questions of it. Not a lot of people are saying, hey, what more can that be? What five things can I create from that? And then making yourself answer those questions. And then once you get those, let's call them dots, you get those dots down and now you start saying to yourself, hey, wait wait a minute, let me connect these dots. Then you start saying to yourself, hey, wait a minute, how can I get this done quicker? And then you say, hey, who's already doing something like this? But the fact is, and what, makes you, what may make you different is that from the combinations that you came up with, Nobody may have come up up with those three, four, five combinations, so that thing that you create may look similar, so people don't reject it wholesale because it's too new, but it looks similar enough or it looks different enough that you can say, hey, look, I've created something and I've done some add-ons to what was already there. Is that powerful? Is that possible? Think about it like that. Now here's something, I love this. Page 21. And why this book was so impactful and why I say this book can make you bucks is because throughout the whole book, it gives you just gem after gem after gem after gem of things to think about. On page 21, there's a saying he said, a business is at risk for disruption when one or more of these links can be replaced by a technology or product that delivered improved service or additional value to a new market in a more efficient way, right? So let so you think about your business. If you're currently in business or if you're thinking about a business to disrupt or an area that you may be able to add some things to it, keep this in mind. If you find yourself vulnerable to technology, Vulnerable to technology. If somebody can do what you're already doing for cheaper, if somebody can do what you're already doing in a, in a faster way, right? Utilizing the, the, uh, the technology that's out there, then you may find yourself out of business. You know, we all know the infamous cab driver situation where somebody came along with a technology and in essence, They were able to replace whole industries because of a technology. Now this technology happens to be an app and this app happened to empower drivers of their own vehicles to come in and create value within a market that's already existing. Now are you seeing that in a market that's already existing and they came in with a technology and they said, hey, listen, what do I need What don't I need? What can I subtract? And it says, what if, get this, what if we just subtracted the assets? In other words, the cars. If we created a way to connect what's already out there. So now as you think about that, right, and we talked a little bit about that earlier, something that's already there, something that's already available to you, and somebody just came along and basically says, hey, listen, we're going to connect what is already out there so the dots were already out there somebody just decided that they could create from a technological standpoint an opportunity and it created a whole industry and it disrupted a whole nother one that could be you Don't let it be you by constantly thinking about that, being on the other side of it. If if you are looking from an opportunity standpoint, then you're constantly saying to yourself, what can I create from what's already created? Is that an awesome opportunity or what? That's why I believe this book can make you bucks. Let's try another one. This one says, this is page 21. A business or product can be understood as the sum of its value adding links. Right, now that's genius. It's genius because as we, you know, we can even apply that to our lives, right? We say to ourselves, you know, us as the product, and let's say we're in a relationship, so we're the product of the relationship itself, right? So we're adding, we're saying to ourselves, what do I add to this environment? Or let's take your job, for example. You say to yourself, what am I adding to this job? What am I adding to this relationship? What am I adding to society? And if you start saying to yourself that, and now you take what he said here, now you can create some, some possibilities from it, right? He says, again, let me, let me repeat that. A business or product, so let's say you, person, can be understood as a sum of its value-adding links. Right. So I keep the vice president of sales because they add what? You are as a manager, want to get to the vice president of sales and you say to yourself, hey, look, what am I adding? What are my value adding links, whether it is in my education, my application, my ability to implement? These are all things that now you can ping off of, because if you read this segment and you start thinking about it. Right. And this is the power of. Um, of when you're reading this book and why I said this book can make you bucks is you read that and you start saying, okay, what about me? Who am I and what am I adding? How can I add? And the book is the opportunity to be, to prompt you to that kind of thinking. Does that make sense? Isn't this awesome? Isn't this why this book can make you bucks? All right, let's go with it. Let's keep going. Here's one. Page 19, page 19. Page 19, Jay Samet says, being being successful as a disruptor is about applying your unique experiences and viewpoint to find opportunity. Now, I'm gonna tell you why, I'm gonna tell you why this, that particular statement means so much to me. Because right there tells me that you have the opportunity to level the playing field. That's right your unique experiences. In order to be a a successful disruptor, applying your unique experiences and viewpoints, you see things totally different than anybody else does. Right? And that's because of your life, things you've done, things you didn't do, the things you got caught at, the things you didn't get caught at, all of these are experiences. And those experiences, whether they're good, bad, and different, apply to this situation, then gives you a chance to apply some uniqueness to any situation. And if you can apply uniqueness to any situation, nobody's gonna be just like you. Nobody has your DNA, nobody has your life experiences, all that. Now you see what happens here, right? So we're just looking at the words. We're looking at this book and we're saying to ourselves, okay, what does he mean by that? So when I picked this out and I chose to highlight this as a means to show you that this book can make you bucks, let's take it in the literal sense. So in the literal sense, now we have how you're going to be disruptive using your unique qualities, using your life experiences, using the things that have happened to you in life. That's why I can, I, I'll never forget when I read this and it's changed my life personally. When I read this and I think it was uh, Wallace D. Wattles, he says, All of life is fish. And I'm probably going to mangle this part of it. But all of life is fish. For those who but casts the net. <laughs> right? So there is nothing that can possibly happen to you that doesn't allow you to now create from it i'm gonna give you an example it's something that happened to me quite recently you know i was all upset about something that in a corporate meeting something some something somebody said right now it went every it went against my you know entrepreneurial sensibilities and it made me feel like oh my gosh this person is really just kind of like you know dogging me out they're uh they're making me feel bad they're making me feel like i work for them and all that kind of stuff right or reminding me that's where they get them, i get my money from right so now at first i was had a feeling about that until i was able to go home and think what wallace D. waddle says all is fish all is fish for he but who casts the net and i again i know i messed that whole thing up <laughs> that, that uh that quote up but I started thinking and I started asking, all right, how am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? And then what can I create? You see see what just happened there? How are you feeling? And what can be created from that? Now, if you start asking those kinds of questions, then you come to a whole different conclusion. What can you create from whatever just happened to you? Look at your life. Look at it right now. Look at last week. Look at yesterday anything good happen anything bad happen what can you create from that now you see what's happening now you're going to be looking around now you're going to be hoping that you get out of bed in the morning because something in that day is going to give you an absolute opportunity to create something now i happen to have tools that i use that are you know that i'm able to build out like let's say for example a landing page and that's exactly what I did. I got with a collaborator, a friend of mine that I know that would you know, crank something out real quick. She and I sat and I asked this question that was on my mind with regard to what, what had happened. And we created a whole um, video series just on that. She had a feeling about it as an entrepreneur too, like, you know what, that is kind of messed up. So we created, I'm going to tell you, this is what it is. I'm going to give you the, the, the address and everything. So we created this, this piece of uh, writing called, why can't you just color in between the lines? <laughs> right? that's, and do what you're told. And that's what, that's what typically entrepreneurs are being asked to do. Uh, or workers, you know, hey, look, color in between the lines. We have given you this job, just do that work. But entrepreneurs are saying, you know what? We don't want to do that. We have another idea. We have uh, other things that we can bring to the table. So we're not going to work for a company. So now think about that. At first I was feeling away, you know, I was all upset and, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm back on, back on the plantation, you know, they're making me work for them and kind of do what they say. And then I thought, Hey, wait a minute. What can I create from this? Ask yourself those same kind of questions, okay? Bring that, literally sit down as we're talking about this, as we end this particular chapter. Start asking yourself, what happened to me yesterday? What's happening to me today? What and what can I create from this? It changes everything. All is fish, but for he who or she who casts a net. You guys down with that? All right, let's move on, let's move on. Here's something he said, and this is from page 43. Now we're gonna wrap this up in a minute, but I wanted to just show you how a book can be the catalyst for you to create something very interesting. Now i just show you how I took something that to happened in life, how I took the, the inspiration from what the book was saying, just a couple of lines, and then I was able to create something from that. Now, I can to go further with that, what we ended up doing was we created a mini course, and then we actually used it as a lead magnet for a bigger course that we were creating, but we were able to take that energy, boom, pop out a video like within a day, right? I threw it in some other free software, and I'll put all this stuff in the description field of what I'm using that you can you can also do the same thing and was able to create a a free get this lead magnet that led to a larger course that we were that we had already created how cool is that and think about this now that doesn't make I'm not special I'm just reading the book saying to myself based on what the book is talking about, right? He talks about disruption, you know, but he really talks about disrupting you. So in other words, you start thinking differently. You start doing some things differently. You start having some different ways to approach life now. And now life becomes a whole different conversation. It becomes a whole different concept. It becomes a different kind of fun because you know the day is going to give you something. (laughs) And this is the beautiful part you know the day is going to give you something that you can now create from. That's the key. That's the key. Now, here he says, so much of self disruption is making deliberate choices in your life instead of running on autopilot. Wow. And I think, you know what? We could end on that, but I'm not going to. We're going to keep going. So much of self disruption is making deliberate choices in your life instead of running on autopilot. Now tell me, you know what, without being accusatory, who do you know that's running on autopilot? Who do you know that just gets up every day? They do the same old things. They feel the same old way. You hear them saying the same old stuff. I mean, really, they're on autopilot. And that is not the life that we want. We want a life filled with creation we want a life that has that has the, the challenges. That from those challenges, that we can now create things from those, <laughs> right? And now that we have the tools, and now that you've come across this material and you've downloaded this particular um, uh, this particular course, or if you got some of the free material, now you can also do the same thing. And, I'm gonna, and I, I can tell you. Because of understanding this, I feel like, I don't know whoever out there has uh, seen The Matrix. I saw it about 155 times, it seems, back when it came out, all of them. When Neo figured out, when he figured out The Matrix, he went from self-doubt to past self-confidence. He went to self-awareness. This is the same concept and why, again, that I put it in this section and that I offer this e-course and that I offer this free material is because I want you to get to the point where you can see that everything that's happening is opportunity. Once you know how to disrupt you, right? Now, I'm taking uh, the inspiration from what Jay Samet talked about in his book. And I'm saying, oh my goodness, if I could just apply this to my life, and oh my goodness, if I could just share it with other people in a whole different way, then, it not, it doesn't, then it's not just words on the page, it is actionable, implementable material that you can now use to run your life. Not just run your life, because it says here, why work on autopilot, that you can have a better life and that's what we're trying to get to okay here's something we've heard this before this is on page uh, 47 if anybody wants to know we've heard this before Tony Gaskins he's a life coach said if you don't build your dreams someone will hire you to help you build theirs (laughs) (laughs) That's not funny. If you don't build your dreams, somebody will hire you to build theirs. Now, if you're building somebody else's dreams, if you're making somebody else rich, if you are doing all the things that makes them see their opportunity because they took a risk, why not you? I'm not even going to belabor that point. I'm not even going to go too deep into that. Build your dreams, and there's still workers out there in the world that are gonna help you build yours. But the main thing is, if you don't, like Tony Gaskin says, if you don't build yours, somebody will hire you to help you build theirs. Now, let's think about that in a bigger context. And let's take that at face value. Do you want to build your dreams? Do you want to be about your dreams? Or do you wanna be about somebody else's? now to some degree some of us don't want the responsibility a collaborator and i we built a whole course on going from fear to your first business and we talk about that thing that keeps people from building their dreams right but once you realize that by not doing your own dreams you're building somebody else's and they're getting rich they're getting wealthy they're getting famous they're getting all these different things that could be you then maybe, just maybe, just maybe, you'll have a different idea and a different approach. And if you have a different idea and you have a different approach, perhaps you can be on the other end of dreams being built. Think about that. Do what you can to implement that and never ever quit from pursuing that thing that you believe you can. There's tons of tools out there. This is the time to be creating all things that are possible. And I've got some strategies that will help you bring those dreams, bring those ideas, and put them out there in a very quick and inexpensive way into the market to test, whatever those dreams are. So let's get after that. Okay here's one this becomes something that we really have to really we really have to go after and really be about and this talks about the people that uh, this talks to I'm having conversations with and I've written books about people that work jobs. I've written extensively about that and it says if you are struggling to get a job or... If you are ready to make a career transition, all you need to do is target the link ripest for disruption. Now we know that when they're talking about links, it's really talking about us. So we have to be self-aware enough to understand what those links could be and target those links right? We got to target those things that we know in our personalities, that we know in our actions, that we know in the way we approach life or way we see the world that are affecting us. Okay, so as we think about that, as we take a look at those things that are in the world that are affecting us and we target the link that we can do something about, then we have opportunity. That's when the awesome change is going to happen. That's when the awesome opportunities in your life are going to just crack open and do your bidding. I kid you not. And I'm gonna tell you, just from a personal standpoint, when I was reading this book, and I'm taking notes on the book, and I get ideas as a result of reading it personally. One of the ideas is, of course, to to do this, to have a course, to have conversation, to break this out and and to uh, put this in a particular format but I ask questions like this, right? So what would happen if I bought if I if I if I wrote a book called the a brand of one, right? A business and personal development book to help you create the identity and dreams of your life. I don't know. So these are the kind of things that, you know, as a result When I'm reading a book and I say to myself, how can this book make me bucks? I'm thinking about that kind of stuff. I'm thinking about, okay, yeah, you know what? I think this can help me make bucks because if it inspires me to write another book or if it inspires me to write a specific book because I got a really, really good feeling about this, then it has helped me. For the time that I spent reading the book, Disrupt You by Jay Samet, time I spent reading that has not been time that's gone to waste. That's how I want you to look at this reading, all the readings that you'll do, and I've got uh, uh, quite a few more at uh, the page randyotterbridge.com forward slash can book make you bucks? Take a look at it. But okay, let's move on. Page 58, I love this, page 58. And, and Jay says, To succeed in business, one must see oneself as a brand, a brand of one. Little play on words. But what do you see yourself as? A brand or a brand of one? Or and a brand of one? So to succeed in business, right? We've got to say to ourselves, what are we bringing to the table? Who are we? Because it's, we're, we're an extension of our business, our, but our business in essence is an extension of us, of our brand, of our style. And we don't want that brand to be bad. We don't want that brand to be ridiculed. So as we think about this, we take this inspiration and we say to ourselves, we take these words and say to ourselves, how does this now apply to my life? To be successful, see oneself as a brand. Who are you? This is something that I faced and fought with. I can remember when I read this, and I says, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who I am. I don't know how I'm a brand. But once I figured it out, I says, you know what? I have the ability to totally immerse, but I hadn't done it in a while. That's a part of my brand. I have an ability to work on something till the total end, right? I have an ability to be almost addictive to that thing that I've decided to do. Now, the reason I don't drink, the reason I don't smoke, the reason I don't do a lot of these things is because I know that about my personality. That's my brand. But I also know that I am willing to upset the apple cart too. And what I mean by upset the apple cart, I'm willing to go in different directions than the direction I've been going in for the last two, three, four, five years. Now that makes a big difference because now you will typically stay ahead of what's happening as opposed to saying, you know what, I'm going to stay this course and the course is wrong. Sometimes you got to be willing to say, hey, I think it's time to change direction. Mine has been in the area of career. And I think I, I was inspired to think about changing careers every so often by Peter F. Drucker. Peter F. Drucker had, and I can't remember the quote, but he talked about Every so often doing something totally different. Now, the thing about that, and a lot of people, and the reason why a lot of people don't do it, is because people are so used to specializing. People are so used to kind of getting a thing that they do, getting good at it, and then saying, you know what, this is all I'm gonna do. Well, the danger of that in the era of rapidly changing everything, of new (laughs) apps coming out, and all that kind of stuff. The danger in that is because now if you try to do that kind of stuff, you may find yourself on the other end of opportunity and that's not the good end. Something has changed, you decide, let's say for example, uh, let's take the example we used earlier, the Uber example or the Lyft example, right? Now, all these cab drivers says, you know what, let's fight this regulation and it didn't work millions and millions and millions upon do- uh, millions of dollars have been generated and billion-dollar valuations have been created and technology, algorithms have been created as a result of somebody creating that company. Now, you see what just happened there? But if you're on the other end of that and you're saying, hey, I'm a cab driver, I'm going to stay a cab driver. Several years later, you no longer have a job. You no longer can pay for your medallion. You no longer can pay for the car that you purchased to run it by yourself. You no longer have a dispatch simply because there's no need for a dispatch. Somebody can do it with technology. Somebody see that and says, why do I have a dispatch sitting at the office paying their salary, paying their insurance, when I can get an, an app, if I can mimic what they're doing. So now, so now something's changed. Think about that. Think about that deeply and start asking yourself, how can you change? And I mean changing often. to succeed in business, one must have to see oneself as a brand. And if you're the brand that is always adaptable, always changeable, always pursuing something new, something fresh, something opportunistic, then you get known as the person that never gets left behind because you're always trying something new, experimenting. Does that make sense? always be in a situation of experimentation. That's what I've decided to do in my own personal life and why I'm doing this book this way. Why it says, you know what? I'm not just gonna read a book and let that be it. I'm not just going to read the book and put it down and then that's the last thing that I, I, I do with that. That knowledge is up in my head. I said to myself, is there a way, is there a way that I can make this book is there a way that I can make this book more powerful from something that, keep this in mind, now we talked about this earlier, it's already been created. So I said to myself, can I make it more powerful simply because I read it, I used my own experiences and I reinterpreted it another way. And now I'm sharing with you in a whole different way. And I hope that you share it in a whole different way and that you get inspired to create. Jay Sam created it. I came alongside, created something else. You come alongside and create something else. And that becomes the wonderful thing about what we're doing here. Okay, all right, good, good. Now I'm inspired by something that Jay said on page 57. I mean, really inspired by this. Now on page Fifty-seven. He said something so profound. Now I'm not gonna go into it right here, but it it, it inspired me to think this way. This is what I wrote down as a, as it relates to the inspiration from what I got there. I said to myself, "Is your job worthy of your talents?" Now I just simply asked a question because what he said on page fifty-seven was so powerful. I just asked the question, hey, you know, is your job worthy of your talents? Now at that particular time, I I didn't know what to do with that. I know I was just inspired by that. But again, when we start asking ourselves, how can a book make us bucks? And we're looking through the books and we're trying to figure out what in that page, what in that chapter, what in that sentence, what in that word can now have a profound difference on my life now we ask a different question because we know how to pull it out and we know what to do once it's pulled out. Okay, all right. So, something I wanna share with you, I start saying, gosh, you know, this is such powerful information. How can I get this out a little bit sooner? I created a podcast called The Earn Every Dime Online Show and it literally, Literally, when I read Jay Samet's book and I started saying, how can I disrupt myself? How can I do things differently than I have been doing in the past? And that in the past, is like going into a job, working nine to five, 11 to seven, or whatever it is. I worked every shift. Is I says, how can I put in the same amount of energy, same amount of hours, same amount of, of dedication, same amount of all this stuff, but I do it for myself. And one of the ideas was to create a podcast called the Earn Every Dime Online Show. And that's exactly what I did. You can right now go to iTunes, go to Earn Every Dime online show and grab some of the stuff that I've talked about on there. Some of the you, you can get a hold of and talk with some of the the uh, the uh, the people that I have interviewed. Sometimes I came on and just talked myself, sometimes I interviewed folks, but the main thing is is that now there's material out there that gives you an opportunity to create from it. All right, all I ask is that you credit me just like I do with Jay Salmon. I say, hey, I'm inspired by Jay Salmon on this one. Okay. Now, this is a quote from Jay that as you look at it, what I'd like you to do is start asking yourself some very simple questions around it, here it is. It says, planning is bringing the future into the present so that you can do something about it now. All right, let's do this exercise together. Let's take those words. Again, let's go through our strategy. What does this mean to me? What can I create from this? What in what Jay Sammet just said there that I can bring to it my own personal experiences, right? if you've ever planned anything and you understand that planning brings the future into the present now you can say to yourself okay I see some things on the horizon let's give an example right we see that what's on the horizon we've got the currently you know as I write this book we've got YouTube that's crushing it we've got um, uh, uh, Instagram that's crushing it we've got Instagram stories and all that kind of stuff right so now we've got these things that are already there but then we ask ourselves, well, what's next? And if we put ourselves a plan together to always be on the cutting edge, now we're going to you know, product hunt, we're going to app sumo. we're kind of finding out what's next that could be a challenge to some of those places that are here. So now we're gonna be doing everything we can to disrupt the disruptors. <laughs> so we're planning. And in that planning, we're bringing the future into the present so that we can do something about it now. I'll tell you something that I did. Right, I was over at AppSumo, they sent me an email. Right, get that, an old school method of giving me new information. Sent me an email, hey, we got this new product out. I was like, huh, that's interesting. Now the product typically is like a whole bunch of money. You know, one of the big big things about AppSumu is that they get stuff at really discounted prices. And these really discounted prices our benefits to us, if we can use the material. So I started asking myself, okay, this new one, I can't remember the name of it right now, Politico, politio, or something like that. And I started thinking, wait a minute. It said, I can tell you how it read. It says, you can record and put on pictures and now run your own ads to them. And I started thinking, wait a minute. That's a tremendous opportunity, right? Because right now, YouTube pretty much, if you get so many views, blah, 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 they tell you how much they're going to send you, right? And we've seen that where people get really, really upset because... They will change their algorithms or they'll do something that changes everything and affect your business where this is saying Hey, look you record it. You can keep it on our Servers, I don't know how they found a way to keep so much information on the servers, But very similar to how YouTube will let you put certain things for free But then they use what's out there your stuff To run ads that they benefit from What this what this organization was doing this company was doing and I mean for just a couple of bucks I'll leave it in the description field, right? For a couple of bucks it says you can run your own ads. You can create your own channel of opportunity. So now not only will you have a place to host your stuff for free, get that, host your stuff for free, but you also have the opportunity to now create your own income from it. (laughs) How dope is that? Because somebody created a company. Now it allows you to do that thing and now earn for yourself. Okay. Have you had enough yet? If you haven't, I've got more. And I'm again, again, I'm just being inspired by reading, by reading this book. I no longer read just for pleasure. You know, it's very difficult for me now because I'm like Neo in The Matrix. I see all of the code. I see all of the lands. I'm constantly inspired. And it's something that i never forget when uh, Thomas Edison says that, you know, he forces himself to come up with ideas and he forces himself to implement certain ideas every so often. I've done that same kind of thing. And I'm as a result of that, I'm able to put out massive amounts of material free stuff, paid stuff, but I'm able to put it out because in putting it out now, all I'm doing is responding to maybe something I read as inspiration, and I want you to be in that same situation. I want you to see that, hey, look, I'm not special. I'm NEO showing you how to read the code. Is that making sense? All right, so look look what he says here on 49. Page 49, Disrupt You, Jay Samet. He says, Consistently visualize your future. This is right at the bottom. And then ask some questions. What are you passionate about? What is missing from your life? Then write down your dreams and begin turning those into goals. This becomes the roadmap to your life path. Now it took me a whole bunch of years to even get to that point. I kinda consider everything that had happened prior to that as practice I guess you know it's no sense in looking back and saying boy I wish I should have I could have started earlier none of that kind of stuff you now have the chance to in just a short period of time six months is to make up years of what you didn't do right I don't know if you've ever said this because I know I have if you went back to high school (laughs) knowing what you know now (laughs) at your current age all matured up and stuff like that right and then you inhabited your body, you would've probably gone through high school in a whole different way, been a whole different person. We have the opportunity to do that with the technology that we have available to us. Some of the stuff I'll put in the description field, but we have an opportunity to do that right now. There's nothing holding us back. We've got so much technology that allows us to do so many good things and do those good things very, very fast that there is no reason that we're not out there creating the life we want. Everybody with that? Out there creating the life we want, whatever that is. So like he says, like Jay says, consistently visualize your future and then ask questions of it consistently. Now, listen, uh, you know, I wish I can sit here and tell you that's that's easy all the time because it's not. You know why? Because you'll see people that are doing things that you're not and you'll ask yourself am i tripping am i on the wrong side of this you know or are they not getting it right or if you know you're not on the wrong side of this and then you know that the people that you're trying to maybe say some things to talk to about it because you've become aware of it that they're just not getting it right and then you look at yourself and go they're just slow they're just not getting it they're just not not um, you know what we got to get rid of that thinking, because that's no good. That's, that's, that's gonna, that kind of thinking is gonna get you to feeling superior to others, and that's gonna cause those own kind of problems. So the key is, just visualize your future, like Jay's talked about. Just get after the things that you can do by asking pointed questions, and then see what you can create from the opportunity that's sit in front of you. That makes sense? All right, cool, cool. Here's something that I constantly ask myself. So when I saw Jay Sammet do it, uh, write it down, I was like, well, that's, kinda, that's consistent with what I already do. And this is what he said. <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. When I saw it, I thought, oh man, I cannot believe he said that because I think this stuff all the time. It says, this is what Jay said. He says, what would happen if you changed the way you spent your day completely? Would it enable you to follow your dreams? If you've never heard anything, came across that, and asked that kind of question of yourself, what do you think would happen? What do you think would be possible? That becomes a key uh, question to ask. What do you think would be possible? Right? now. I'll tell you from my personal experience and then you take from what you see I've done and see if it's something that you go, hey, if that guy can do it, I can do it too, okay? So I said, when I read this, I'd already been applying some of these things anyway, and I says, what would happen if, this is how I I started this conversation off. I says, what would happen if I worked my day from 4 a.m to like noon, eight hours. Got up at four, did my thing, and started working my day for me instead of working for the company, because now keep in mind, there have been times where I had to be to work at four and five a.m., right? And then you had to deal with all the blah, 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 you gotta, you know, get to work, you gotta make sure you got gas, you gotta get the cars, gotta get warm in the wintertime, all that kind of stuff, right? So I just says, you know, what would happen if I had that home office, and that I worked the day for myself, writing books, doing this kind of stuff. What could I possibly create? And I'm going to tell you, my, my soul resisted it for so long simply because it was not the same. You didn't get a check at the end of the week. So your reward system was different. But what I did was, is I says, my reward system, my check, if you will, is when I'm able to produce during the week and ship Something right in this case if it was a book. I had to get it done. I had to get it done quickly I had to get it out there quick If I'm able to ship every Friday, that's like getting paid but the check that I can get Because I'm able to ship in the lanes that I'm able to ship in whether it's Amazon or whether it's you know loading it up to uh, draft to digital or whatever it is right any of those areas I'm able to not only change my future now because you can get a bigger check if you get, you know, popularize it and it, it gets, you know, the material is so good that people just download it and buy it. And because it's available in those particular formats, it can make you money forever. And if somebody sees it 20, 30 years later, let's just say, and somebody wants to redo it. It's like creating a song and somebody samples it. Or somebody wants to do another song using some of the the, the same bars and some of the same beats. You get a check. Why? Because you own it, because you created it. You see what's happening here? So now, I say this kind of stuff. When I see something like this, what would happen if you changed the way that you spent your day completely? I no longer go to the nine to five. I did it. I told the nine to five, you got seven weeks and I'm out. What are you gonna do? Well, I got some, th- I got some things planned. Whatever it is, it's gonna be doing for me. Okay. Then, what about this one? Here's one. Whatever it is you're doing now, if you did it uh, uh, completely different, knowing what you know now, knowing what you got from this book, hearing what you just heard, or, or just heard, reading what you just read, And you says, "Ho, wait a minute. You lined up all of the particular tools, apps, approaches and strategies that you're gonna need to create constantly. And that every single day you were able to totally complete a project. Now, I don't know about you, but I've got a stack, an absolute stack of ideas and not, not didn't at the time I didn't have the tools and I didn't have what I thought was the time to complete them all. Now I do. This is one project. This sat on, this project sat on my counter or my kitchen table for about two months and then I thought wait a minute how can I get this done very very quickly so I decided to walk get this walk read and record so I would read the material and get inspired by it nobody's bothering you you're not running over anybody you're just with you and the material but you're doing multiple things at once I'm getting my exercise in (laughs) right so think about that now you're multitasking in a good way And that multitasking in a good way allows you not to be, you know, first when I started this, I was rolling all over the street. But now what I do is I get on the track and I walk the track and I can walk the track and I've already walked two miles and it went just like that. And it went just like that. So imagine, I would say, what would happen if you change the way you spent your day completely and you says, hey, what can I combine? What can I do together? that would allow me to achieve some of the things and all the things that I want to achieve. What would happen? All it is is a question. And as you start answering that question, something amazing could happen. All right, so that's all we're gonna go over today. I hope this has been of great service to you. I wanted you to know that, hey, look, when we read a book, that book could make us bucks. And I've just given you the way how.